You're listening to Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly. And I'm Thomas III. We're them damn Indians. So this story is kind of hilarious to me, but it's still an example of the differences of the actions of law enforcement toward white citizens as opposed to citizens of color. Here's what happened. Ex-Trump campaign manager Brad Parscale knocked to the ground to end standoff body camera footage shows. A husband who'd been drinking, had weapons, and may have threatened suicide. A wife with cuts and bruises who fled the house. An urgent call to police who responded with SWAT team members and forced a takedown when the man emerged from the couple's waterfront estate in Fort Lauderdale. The combustible situation combines with presidential politics of rapid fall of, of Donald Trump, Donald Trump's once high-flying campaign manager, Brad Pascal, unfolded before the nation on Monday through reports of through police reports, 911 audio, and police dash cam video showing officers knocking a shirtless and barefoot Pascal to the ground outside his home. Officers recovered 10 firearms from his home, including several pistols, a shotgun, and rifle. He was detained for a mental health evaluation under Florida's Baker Act. The encounter with police started Sunday afternoon on DeSoto Drive, where Parscale, 44, lives with his wife, Candace Parscale. The couple had argued, and Candace Parscale said her husband chambered around into a pistol during a heated exchange between the two. It's unclear what they were arguing about, but she said she fled the house in fear and asked a real estate agent who was about to show a nearby house for help. The agent called the cops. On the phone, Candace Parscale told a 911 dispatcher that she heard a gunshot shortly after exiting her home and was afraid her husband was going to kill himself. Later, she told an officer she couldn't be sure if, she, if it had been a gunshot or a car backfiring. And the real yeah, estate. Yeah, because backfire in that neighborhood a lot, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure they just got those rusty buckets that just backfire all the time. Yeah. Maybe somebody's gardener was working. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so it goes on. It says the real estate agent can be heard asking Candace Parscal as they wait for the police. Oh, no, did he do that to you? Oh, my gosh, your arms, both your arms. Has he been hurting you? She also told officers that Brad Parscale had been stressed out over the past two weeks and had made comments about shooting himself. Candace Parscale also said Brad Parscale drinks and, quote, suffers from PTSD and had a collection of guns inside the home, police said. A detective wrote, while speaking with Candace Parscale, I noticed several large-sized contusions on both of her arms, her cheek, and forehead. When I asked how she received the bruising, she stated Brad Parscale hits her. When asked if he made these markings today, she claimed he did not. I continued to ask if Parscale physically assaulted her in any way today. She said no, but he did forcibly smack her phone out of her hand while she was attempting to call Brad Parscale's father. It was evident that Candace Parscale could not safely be left with Brad. Officer Timothy Skaggs, who was the first to arrive at the neighbor's house, record show, he said he witnessed bruising on Candace Parscale's arm and face. She told him the injuries had come from Brad Parscale, though she said she'd gotten from him, gotten them 
earlier that week. Skaggs called Brad Parscales over the telephone and found Bradley's speech was slurred as though he was under the influence of an alcoholic beverage and he seemed to be crying. As Skaggs made contact, body camera footage shows Candace Parscale wearing a bathing suit and wrapped in a towel, visibly relieved that Brad hadn't harmed himself. Skaggs then tried to get Brad to exit the house. Can you come outside with no weapons, please? And said the six-foot-eight-inch-tall man paced and raved, according to the police report. Police converged on the neighborhood. A SWAT team arrived along with a hostage negotiator. The standoff lasted about an hour. At some point, Fort Lauderdale police officer Chris Wilson arrived on the scene, and he's a personal friend of Brad Parscale. And Mm. so he uh, convinced Brad to step out of his house. As he exited, police ordered Parscale barefoot, shirtless, but wearing shorts and holding a beer to get on the ground. He didn't comply, so an officer used a double-leg takedown to knock him to the ground while other officers handcuffed him. As they had him on the pavement, police repeatedly assured Parscale, hey, bud, hey, we'll figure it all out. Don't worry about it. We're going to get you off the ground in just a second, okay? You're okay. Among the reassuring (laughs) words in the final 46 seconds of the video released by police. Parscale was then involuntarily committed for psychiatric evaluation under Florida's Baker Act, a law that allows authorities to detain a person deemed mentally unstable and a danger to themselves or others at a mental health facility for up to 72 hours. Under the state's red flag law enacted after the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School massacre, law enforcement can ask a court for a so-called risk protection order to seize weapons from people who are dangerous to themselves or others. And so Brad Parscale is the guy that was, um, like, he's been really living off the a campaign teat very lavishly and he's the guy that was touting that oh we have a million tickets for this rally in Tulsa (laughs) and then after the numbers were so dismal there that's why he got demoted and pushed out Mm -hmm. even though people were like yeah he's still around so the TikTok kids did it TikTok then drove him over the edge well, you know, there was parts of that story that sounded like uh, like that dude is part Indian. Uh, right. A lot. But he's just a redneck <laughs> and there are a lot of similarities. <laughs> some of the some of the stuff that he was doing, I was like, that's how like my cousin did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want hard headed cousin that you got that just except he's not getting that, you know, nice treatment at the no, end. No, but... <laughs> he's he's tased or shot. Yeah. On the ground, they they ain't bringing a fucking SWAT team for an ending with nobody getting shot. Oh yeah, somebody's getting shot. Like the police are like, we didn't get all our good weapons out for nobody to get shot. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't put this vest on for nothing. Somebody's getting shot. Basically, yeah. <laughs> so okay, so the most disturbing part of that story is his wife. So they're arguing. He chambers around. She gets the fuck out of there. I would have, <laughs> you know, yeah. fuck all that. 
So she's in a bathing suit in a towel. So she was probably swimming or, you know, mm-hmm. who knows. But that's, I think that would be a safe assumption, right? Yeah. Bathing suit, towel, run out of the house real quick, run to a realtor who's just trying to show a house that day. <laughs> she lost that sale. Like that realtor, she lost that sale. Like, hopefully she had the presence of mind to call her client and be like, uh, you might not want to come down here today. Like, uh, we're going to have to reschedule. Yeah. Because <laughs> otherwise you're going to be seeing a SWAT team converge on your neighbor's house across the street. <laughs> yeah, this may not be the neighborhood that we want to be in. <laughs> I thought you said this was a good place to raise a family. Yeah. Like, well, I thought I just heard a car backfire. <laughs> <laughs> and so so she (laughs) she goes ruins the realtor's day i'm gonna blame him for that too uh but you know i'm glad that the realtor like sometimes people like you go and ask people for help and they don't take you seriously yeah like why didn't that woman called the cops herself maybe she didn't have her phone but well he slapped the phone out of her hand remember yeah 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 and so uh, it might, it may be broke you never know that's true and so the realtor calls you know gets these folks on the phone and everything i mean they called one of his personal friends to come down yeah. there and try to talk him down they it's ain't calling you if your cousin's acting up at pv Mm-mm. Like they like, hey Thomas, like like the cops, the cops, the chief of police in Anadarko, he ain't calling you. Like, hey Thomas, can you come down and talk to your cousin, talk some sense to your cousin, because you know this is getting to be pretty serious. Yeah, there ain't none of that. Mm-mm. That dude already killed somebody in PV. Yeah, same dude. Yeah. Like, you ain't getting a call to go talk anybody down. And when they take him down, they, okay, buddy, it's okay. It's okay, just calm down. You know what? This is a mental health issue. Somebody get IHS on the phone. There ain't no shit like that. It's like, well, this Indian should have cooperated and complied. Now he's dead. Yeah. One less ending to worry about. But going, circling back to the wife, though, she's all bruised up. Oh, no, this happened earlier in the week. No, this didn't happen today. It happened earlier in the week. Now. Depends on what color the bruises are. I I was going to say, there's a lot. There's, to me, there's a lot wrapped up in that. Because if she said that he touched her that day, that might make things for him a whole lot worse. Yeah. Which, if this was days earlier, I, you know what I mean? There's a lot. But one thing I do know is that he knocks her around. Oh, yeah. That's undisputed. And was probably in the process of it. 
I mean, and she's like, he's been threatening to harm himself. He's got all these guns in the house and it's escalating. But that's a mental health issue for him. Yeah. After, after all of this stuff, after all of this scumbag stuff that he has done for and in the name of Donald Trump, and it's all about to come out, I fear. I feel like he has been so involved in a lot of the nefarious stuff that has gone on with this campaign financing and things like that. Um, I'll bet it's going to come out that he's on the hook for millions misappropriating. Well, I mean, yeah, there's been already so much talk about how much of that money hasn't gone where it's supposed to be going and, you know, that kind of stuff. So I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it. I mean. And that's probably why he's flipping the fuck out right now. Yeah, somebody needs to go check on the my pillow guy too. <laughs> I think the my pillow guy came by that. Honestly, I think that um, I think that they're just both kind of, you know. I think the my pillow guy can safely distance himself from Trump and all that. Brad Parscale, on the other hand, that dude not only had his hand in the cookie jar, that motherfucker was carrying the cookie jar. Yeah. That's pretty, I mean, it's not an uncommon story with these guys. Nope, it's not. And so it's it's going to be interesting to see how this goes. And they won't want to ruin his life. No, 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 no. And that's the response. You know, the Trump campaign, oh, we love him. We know it's mental health issues, blah, blah, blah. Nothing to do with us, though, or anything that he did for us. He's just a crazy motherfucker. And the Democrats' <laughs> response was, you know, even though we disagree politically, we never want to hear about somebody having issues like this, be it domestic violence or mental health or blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that's why y'all get beat all the time. <laughs> but I digress. Um, to stand up and say something, shit. Yeah. And so this is, I mean, let's not ignore the fact that his wife was battered and bruised. Let, I don't want that little snippet to get lost in this story because that's, that's a huge part of this story is the way that he treats his wife and his family especially in the wake of possible criminal charges. Yeah. So who knows? But We can only hope. I know, right? Fingers crossed. Thanks so much for tuning in. We're indigenous. We're independent. We're them damn Indians at Talk Jive Radio.